Welcome to the One Day at a Time podcast with your host and the future leader of the Republic of Wales, Scofflier. Now, this might be the only podcast in the world where you actually have to reduce the speed instead of increasing it. However, what I want to get over to you is that the past is gone, the future doesn't exist. So if you want to make the most of your life, you've got to make the most of these moments every single day. And this podcast is going to help you live a healthier, more fulfilled life, hopefully giving you some wisdom to take away every single day. So I'm going to shut up now so you can get on with listening to the next episode. Good morning, good morning, Friday's upon us. So just finished book club, as always on a Thursday evening. Another great session. Thanks everyone for turning up. Insights are awesome. One thing I'd like to say, so I think it was Ruth has said, she'd read the book before Midnight Library, but this time she read it and it was a slightly different experience. And she said she thinks it's because we chat about it. And I think that's bang on. So if you read, this is the thing. Think how powerful this is. Before the internet, you had to go physically to a book club, which there was never any crowds and always reading. On the internet now, we can all read the same book, come and share what we think and ideas. And that's super powerful. Gives you better insights, get a better understanding of the book, how think different people are thinking about it. This is one of the most important, like powerful life hacks you can do. You don't have to do a turtle book club. Just get a few of you to read the same book and come together and chat about it for an hour. Because these ideas in these books, some of these authors have been working for decades on their craft, ideas, traveling the world, speaking to people, testing things. And they're putting them into a book that's very affordable for you to read. R- really well done in terms of how easy it is to read most of the time. And you get a chat about it and the ideas and the perspective you get. And that's what this book was all about, The Midnight Library. She realizes... So she wants to die. She goes to the middle of the library. She tries on all these different lives. <clears throat> and then she, she realizes the celebrity life wasn't for her. Rock star wasn't for her. Olympic athlete. All these perfect lives she thought they were perfect. None of them were for her. Right? And even when she found the perfect life at the end that she wanted, she realized that that life she had, she didn't work for it. She just zapped into it. And she didn't deserve it because she didn't work for it. It wasn't her life. It was someone else's. And therefore, she didn't accept it. And she didn't have that life. She went back to the life that she'd wanted to leave from, but she wanted now to live instead of die. And the reason she wanted to live is because she had a different perspective on her life and all the possibilities. Instead of looking at everything as no possibilities, she looked at it, like I said in a voice note the other day, in chess, there's more moves possible in chess than atoms in the universe. Therefore, how many decisions do we make a day? God knows how much. Think about how many different outcomes there could be. And that's what she's looking at now, the possibilities of the different behaviours and actions and perspectives she has. Even though she's not where she wants to be in her life, she wants to work and make decisions and move forward and get to where she wants to be. And she knows it's not going to be perfect. No life is ever perfect. There's pros and cons to everything. So if you accept that, it's a lot easier to accept your life right now. And I said a quote by Jim Rohn, which has always stayed with me since I heard it. He says, If you think trying is risky... Wait until you get the bill for not trying, right? People think that not trying different risking opportunities, going that, trying that, trying this, to start a new business, trying for a promotion, moving to a different city, right? Doing these things, going to that event, going to that book club on a Thursday, going to that speed date, whatever it is. They think by not going, is this is better for them. Oh, I don't want to risk it. I don't want to risk going, I waste my time. But what they're really doing there is, is that, that they're making a decision not to do anything, and not doing anything is a decision and it's more risky because you're not getting anything. You're not being put into different scenarios. Like I said about the confidence thing, 
for you to get more confidence, you need to be put into more um, scenarios where you're outside your comfort zone and then realizing, wow, I can deal with this. I can be here. I am surviving. And Lucy Kim spoke about it, said it beautifully about like, you've survived 100% of your dark days and moments and time so far in your life. And I added, you've survived your dark days and moments in your life 100%. You've come through them, this too shall pass type of mindset. But so have all the ancestors you have that go linked back to the start of human existence. Think about how crazy that is. Whenever humans came about, say 200,000 years ago, Homo sapiens, wherever, since then, there is a link, there's a lineage that's been unbroken for you to be born right now. They've overcome ma- mammoths coming at them, wild beasts. Maybe they've overcome near death, been stabbed in the leg by another, you know, another hunter-gatherer. Maybe they, like, fell off a rock, a massive rock, landed on a riverbed, and the river took them downstream, and they just don't know what happened, and they woke up, and there was another tribe that helped them, got back to life, and they went on there, and that happened. I don't know, they got through the plagues, every plague, they've been through it. Black Death killed one-third of the Europe's population. One-third of Europe's population. The Welsh were killed, slaughtered by the Anglo-Saxon invaders and the Vikings, but they're still there. There's a song in Wales called Ni Amawhid. We're still here, we're here forever. Ni Amawhid. We're still here, we're always here. And it's kind of how we should see humans, like we've been through so much and we forget it sometimes. We forget how crazy it is to be alive. We forget about all the trials that our blood, our lineage has been through and that power is inside you as well. It is because it must be inside you because it's been, we pass on genetics, genes and not everything is genes, genetic stuff, but that fabric is the same fabric as you, you've got. And that's the important really lesson is to realize you can change your perspective at any time. Well, really, the only thing under your control, and I was saying to my mate who's living with me for a bit now, he's like, I asked him, what's in your control? He said, my body's in my control, my career. I said, nope, none of those are in your control. Your body's not in, con- in your control because something can happen, you know, something can happen, spa- spasm can happen, your knee blows out for no reason, right? I could come and chop his leg off, I could put him in jail, you know, something could happen and he's got no control. Again, being in jail, he's not controlling his body. He's chained up. He's no control of his body. The career, someone high, higher up could not like him and sack him. Not in his control. The only thing under your control, and this is what the Stoics got to, is your voluntary actions. So essentially, whatever your perception is under your control, anything in your mind that you can you, that you look at. So... I can, my attitude towards something is always in my control. So if I look at something and I look at it, uh, I wake up tomorrow, got an 800 pound fine for car parking. And it's under, my, it's under my control there. If I want to rage that, go on the phone, call the person, all names, or accept it, ration, be calm and rational, look at if I can challenge it, and if not, have to pay it and accept it and th- figure out a plan. That type of action in the mind, that's under your control, your voluntary actions, not, you know, all the other things happen. And again, let's reinforce. You can control your actions, but you can't control the outcomes. So even if you did the best action possible, you did the best thing you could, you're always trying to do the best thing at the right time with the information you're given. 
okay? So, you know, hindsight's amazing. People look back at, like, World War II and they're like, oh, my God, that commander, I can't believe he did that. can't believe he did that. It was so obvious he did the wrong move. It's like, in hindsight, it is, yeah, mate. But at the time, at the information he had, the, the stressors he had, that's the best decision he thought he made. Do you know what I mean? It's easy to look back hindsight, but we can learn from it. But we we can't we can't kid we can't essentially bully ourselves about it because we try to do our best at the time given the opportunity to, given you know the information we had. And if we realise that our regrets minimise, I think regrets. If you've got a lot of regrets now, you're holding a lot of regrets on your shoulders. You need to start thinking about. Look, you try your best. Things happen. There's nothing you can do about it now. Okay, and even if <coughs> that regret didn't happen, it went well. Something else could have gone wrong worse than line. So there's a story about the that you know that farmer and you know his horse runs away, and the guy is like, "Oh, I made him so sorry. How do you feel? Be horse run away?" And he's like, "No, we'll see, we'll see." And then, um. His son breaks. I'm, I'm butchering it basically, but his like son breaks a leg. They're like, oh no, his son's broke your leg. That must be devastating for you because you know you can't work and your horse is gone or whatever. He's like, yeah, we we'll see, we we'll see. And then the military come and say, look, all all the healthy males have got to go to war. And his son doesn't go because he's broke his leg. And then he's like, oh, you must feel you must feel great. You must feel, you know, pumped up that he's not going. He's like, we we'll see. He's like kind of delaying it because sometimes something good can lead to something worse. So then that story goes on and on, and it, you know, it, it goes worse, it goes bad. Like, it could be that because his son stayed behind then, someone comes in the tax village and gets killed, and the other people actually didn't go to war. So, they, like, you can't, there's no, like I said, there's more possible moves in chess than atoms in the observable universe. It is in, the number is so big, you can't even comprehend it. Same with these things. You think, oh, I regret not doing that. You, look, there's about a million lives where you did do the thing you wanted to do, and it was successful, but it leaded to chaos, catastrophe afterwards. That's the truth. So we can only change your perspective, guys. That's, that's the only lesson I have for you today. Change your perspective going into the weekend about things. Try and have a better outlook on things. Try and be more optimistic. That is the decision you've got to make. Because if you think you can't change your perspective, what can you do? That You have no choice, guys. There's the only, like, if you if you think you can't change your perspective, then you can't change anything ever, ever. But that's not true because there's been billions of humans that's ever lived that have been able to change your perspective on things and survive and thrive. And you can too. You can do it. And I was saying another thing. It's harder for some people than others. <coughs> I'm not saying it's the same for everyone, but it's harder. If it's harder, it might mean a bit more work into it. It might be a bit more reading. It might need some one-to-one help, it might mean community support, it might mean talking to more people, it might mean opening up more, it might mean spending more time. That's That might be the case. It might it might be hard for some people and it might be really easy for the others, but it is possible for everybody. That is the reality. So guys, that's what I'm finishing up on. And I want to talk a bit, before I leave, about Romana. She said a really nice point about the book made her think, like, all the small things. Don't underestimate the big importance of the small things. And she was like, you know, texting her mother good night before bed every night, knowing that she's texting her, just smiling on her face. You know, doing small things for people that end up being big for them. So if you if you live in a village, for example, I remember when I lived back home, there was a guy opposite me, Aidan, you know, old man, 80, wherever he was, and I was a young kid, and every time I saw him by the wall, walking to his wall, I'd go up to him, and be like, Aiden, and we speak, you know, he'd give me some advice, and we talk, I love chatting to him, absolutely loved it. When I think back now, like, how much do you love those chats, you know what I mean? Like, I was only a kid when I spoke to him, 
How many kids walk past? How many kids do you just want to speak to and chat to and ask about stuff and, you know, share some of his wisdom? And he always used to share amazing stuff for me. Like, it was amazing, you know, he passed away. It was so sad. Like, that, it saddened me. But I was like, that guy, I loved those little chats I had. And it did go on for a while, you know. For me, priorities, I wanted to chat to them versus going to play the people all the time, to our all the time. So think about three small things you can do today. Can you just nod and smile at someone walking past? Can you do something you have you have no you want nothing back for? <sighs> think about what you can do. Text someone. So you're thinking about them. Buy with someone in work, their favorite treat. I don't know where. Just buy from. Go in and go. Like I know you love this. Have it. Have a good day. Nothing back. See the smile on their face. Small things make you feel better as well. So you got two benefits. You're helping other people. Can potentially change their day potentially change your life butterfly effect and you can be you feel a good person at the end of it that's it guys enjoy your day remember to live immediately one day at a time but live immediately and uh, i'll see you monday and then that's one week out from my new challenge so you better start getting pumped up for it um over and out speak to you guys on monday have a good weekend Tara. And that is it for today's episode. So hopefully you took something away from it. If you didn't, here's what you need to take away. Stop wasting time on social media. Stop wasting time gossiping. You've only got today to live. Today's the only day you ever have. So if there's anything to take away from this podcast, even if you can't understand the word I say, even if you didn't resonate with the wisdom I try to deliver, this is a reminder of you daily to live one day at a time. Give your moments meaning today and don't be fooled by thinking, you've got unlimited amount of days but if you can make the most of today i'm telling you you'll have a fulfilled life so enjoy your day and hopefully i'll see you back tomorrow do daily to live one day at a time give your moments meaning today and don't be fooled by thinking you've got unlimited amount of days but if you can make the most of today i'm telling you you'll have a fulfilled life so enjoy your day and hopefully i'll see you back tomorrow